Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Hi, my name is Carolyn. I'm 29 years old. I'm someone who loves to work hard and play hard and help out the people around me. So that way I can do the best I can for them. And something that I would like to work on is being able to relax a little bit more without feeling guilty about not being productive. Uh, Kristen, I have a feeling that you and Carolyn are, uh, kind of the same person here. (laughs) Yeah, I admit it. I've been known to work hard and play hard, and I love helping the people around me. Everything she's saying there sounds like it could probably come out of my own mouth. Yeah, yep, yep. That's where you and I differ. I like (laughs) moments of being alone and relaxed where no one relies on me and I'm, I'm, you know, duty-free and I really can lean into, like, my sloth nature. Well, luckily, we're not here to turn Carolyn into you or to me or to see who she identifies more with. As usual, we're really just here to help her be more okay with the person she already is and hopefully lose some of those guilty feelings she gets when she's not being so productive. I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. In each episode of this show, we distill our extensive knowledge of self-help into one key idea. It's not about figuring out what you're doing wrong and then fixing it. It's more about seeing yourself in a new light. You're already enough. With that in mind, we help a listener tackle a predicament in their life, offering them a set of self-love steps and then eavesdropping as they follow our advice for two weeks. Or don't follow our advice, and that's great because we love drama. And full disclosure, (laughs) we're not doctors or expert advice givers, and we like it when our guests have their own opinions and question us along the way. At the end of the day, we're not trying to get them to give up who they are for us. We just want to help them get reacquainted with the fabulous person we all see. Because we love you. And so can you. So before we get too deep into this week's predicament, we got this nomination tape from Carolyn's friend, Kara. Hi, my name is Kara, and I am nominating my very dear friend, Carolyn, for We Love You because she is one of my nearest and dearest friends, and she uh, really delights in helping people and making their lives better. And I wonder what would happen if she put that same level of care and devotion towards herself. I had a feeling that might have been the case. If Carolyn's spending all this time trying to help others and be productive and check all the things off her list, when does she get to that most important part of the to-do list, which is actually just taking care of herself as a human? Yeah, it doesn't sound like she gets to that task very often. True. So... After listening to that nomination tape, we we felt equipped to dive in, and we called up Kara and Carolyn. Yes, and we started by asking how Carolyn ends up so busy all the time. 
I have a hard time saying no to people, especially mm-hmm. when they ask me for help. Um, so the to-do list can get a little bit long. And, you know, working full-time plus all that stuff I need to try and recover at some point. I'm definitely an introvert who needs to, as Kara and I call it, go into full-blown hermit mode. You know, mm-hmm. take some downtime to read, all that fun stuff. But then when I try to do that, I'm either trying to multitask by doing a couple other different things because you know, trying to take it easy and, you know, relax a little bit is hard because I have so many things that I want to do, you know, not even just like my normal commitments, but also things like, I mean, I have probably over 30 different online classes that I want to try and get through at some point. I want to try and relearn some languages. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Girls got I try lamps. to do a lot. But Carolyn, you do need to take a break every now and then. Do you ever do that? I do to some extent. It's normally when I (laughs) finally end up crashing that I'm like, okay, I'm making zero plans for this entire week and I would like to see no one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Even when I try to take just maybe an afternoon or just a full day to not do anything, then I feel so guilty because Uh there are so many other things that I should be doing. I'm also taking um, a class right now for my work. I'm trying to do certification testing for roller derby. There's so many things that I should be working on, but at the same time, I need to relax. So it's balance. And Mm -hmm. that's hard for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever feel like all the things you want to do all sort of get like stuck in the doorway and and none of them take a step through? Or do you feel like you get to all the things you mean to? I mean, there was one time, I think it was at the beginning of last year when I tried to sit down and just make an entire list of everything I was trying to accomplish. Uh Uh-huh. And I couldn't even get halfway through because I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot on here. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay. When you're adding something to your to-do list or, or signing up for a new class, just what does that feel like for you? Do you get a rush? Do you get dread, but you're like going to add it anyway? Nine times out of 10, it's something where I'm like, oh, this is such a great idea. I'm very impulsive. I will completely own up to that. <laughs> <laughs> um You know, I'm like, okay, this is going to be the new thing that's going to bring some meaning or push me forward in a different way or, you know, just another way that I can gain some knowledge in some area that I'm looking for. And then when I try to actually figure out when to pencil it in, then I go, oh, crap. (laughs) Yeah. I want to talk to your friend Kara, too. Yeah. I want to hear what she thinks of this situation. Kara, you still there? Oh, yes. Oh, good. Oh, listen to that radio voice. Such a radio voice. So beautiful. So has Carolyn always been Miss Extracurricular all the time for as long as you've known her? Um, I think she has, but I don't think I really noticed that it was taking up so much of her time until after college, because in college... Yeah, you, you're taking your classes, but you do have a lot of free time. So you mm-hmm. do get involved in things over here. You do something after this class and that class. And it's just sort of part of the experience. Um, and then after college, especially when Carolyn started adding more and more of these more time intensive activities like high school marching band, uh, I would get more texts from her like, like, I can't talk. I'm at marching band and I, and I can't get back to you because of derby and things like this and i accept this about carolyn and i still love her but i do feel like in the last couple years she's been adding more and more on her plate and there's more anxiety tied up with it Mm. one of the reasons why carolyn and i have been friends for so long is because we're very similar in that 
were of the go big or go home mentality, except Carolyn usually goes big and I usually go home. (laughs) (laughs) Carolyn forgot about the go home part, it sounds like. (laughs) So Carolyn will go big until she has to go home. Um, I don't think she mentioned to you that today is actually her second mental health day in a row that she took off work because she's been putting so much pressure on herself that she just could not deal. And so she crashed. And so she took time off work to kind of come back from that. So that's why I say I do feel like recently it has become like more and more on her plate to the point where she like physically and mentally cannot even go into work. Yeah. When, yeah, when you have so much on your plate that it's like inhibiting life, that's not great. And as her friend, when you look at Carolyn's stress levels and her need for, you know, mental health breaks, what do you think is causing her the most stress? Carolyn really finds uh, profound meaning in helping people that she cares about. Mm-hmm. And uh, that does make it difficult for her to say no sometimes. Right. It's, it's very clear that the sense of obligation to the people around her makes it difficult for her to say Mm -hmm. no. And I don't know if that's because she thinks that they'll stop loving her, which is false, Carolyn. I will love you no matter what. Mm -hmm. But um, I know this one's really (laughs) getting Kristen and I are both like a little misty eyed right now. Yeah. And Carolyn, let's go back to you for a second here. What would you want for yourself after two weeks with us? I think what I'm looking for at the end of these two weeks is a bit more strength in myself to help me figure out where my boundaries lie so that way I'm still getting to enjoy as much as I can, but not to the point where I'm crashing. Um, You know, feeling more like a sense of accomplishment with the things that I can get done during the day rather than feeling guilty about the things that I'm not. Oh, Carolyn, Kristen, Kristen, I like this goal. It's a hard goal, though, but it is such a good one. Yeah, and I am so cheering for her as someone who spent most of her life saying yes to everything and being afraid to let people down. I really understand where Carolyn is coming from here. It's hard to put boundaries up Mm. and to even know where the fun ends and the exhaustion begins. And at least in my own case, I used to feel people sometimes took advantage of that. Right. And one thing that Carolyn kept mentioning in our conversation is a project that she's been involved with for a pretty long time. I'm helping one of my old professors actually write a book that (laughs) Mm -hmm. she basically gives me a, a legal pad worth of notes for me to transcribe for her, but finding time to try to do that when I can just sit down and, you know, spend 10 plus hours and just type that out. That's hard. But at the same time, that's someone who's trying to rely on me to get something done. I've actually tried to tell her twice now, like, I'm sorry, I just can't make this a high priority thing right Mm -hmm. now for me to be able to, you know, realistically commit the time for this in the time frame that you're looking for. And she just, I'm not sure if she just can't find anybody else or just doesn't want to worry about it. But she has talked me out of basically walking away from it a few times. And that isn't the only thing eating up Carolyn's precious time. Just so you have a sense of what she's working with, 
Carolyn has a full-time job that involves helping people. She also teaches high school marching band in the summer and fall. She referees for roller derby in the winter and spring. She has a weekly game night with friends. She's taking online classes. And of course, there's that book project with a professor. And on top of that, she's trying to go to the gym more, and she loves to read and watch videos online. And Kristen, can we stop? This is a lot, and we're not even hitting all of her stuff. It is so much, and I can see why her to-do list is stressing her out. It's stressing me out just listening right, to it. Right, right. Which it strikes me as interesting because I feel like being on this show for Carolyn is like asking for more to-do list items. Like, we're basically emotional to-do list makers, right? <laughs> yes, we are. Oh, boy. Well, this is going to be interesting, Jolenta. And it's been a few days since we talked with Carolyn, so mm -hmm. I guess maybe it's time to deliver that to-do list that we've come up with, her prescription, as we call it. Yeah, let's just give her a call. Hello, everyone. Oh, my gosh. Listen to that cheery ray of sunshine freaking voice. <laughs> I can't with you. Yay. It's so cute. I mean, I do what I can. <laughs> <laughs> it's just natural. It just I comes know. to you. I feel like I'm being touched by the sun. <laughs> so, Carolyn, are you ready for your first week's prescription. I am very excited to see what you two have in store for me. Excellent. Oh, get ready. We're excited to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Step one, write your mission statement. You have a lot going on in your life, Carolyn, so we want you to take a breath and figure out what your priorities are. Take some time to think about what you want in the short term and what your long-term goals are. Then, in a sentence or two, write up a mission statement and make sure you keep it in a place where you'll see it often or where you can refer back to it. That way, the next time someone asks you to take on something new, you can run it past your mission statement to see if it lines up with what you want. How's that sound? I like that a lot. I think it's going to be take a little bit of time to distill down to uh, yeah. one or two sentences, but I think that's worthwhile. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for step two? Yes. Okay. Step two is organize your to-do list. Your to-do list is overwhelming you right now, so we want to make it feel a little more manageable. Begin by sorting the big list into two smaller ones. List one will be tasks that you can complete in one sitting. List two will be items that take longer. Then be realistic about how much time and energy you have to give. Perhaps it's enough to complete two small tasks a day and one large task a week. Do that much and then congratulate yourself on not pushing yourself beyond your limits. How's that sound? I think that one's going to be hard. <laughs> it is going to be hard, but we know you can do it. All right. Step three, make a to-relax list. Carolyn, we want you to think about what you like doing just for yourself. Reading a book, baking, watching your favorite shows, or doing something creative. Then follow the same model as step two with your to-do list. I like that a lot. Yeah. Good. I like that because I actually have like a little whiteboard in my room that I could totally do something just be like, Carolyn's happy place or whatever yeah. I title. <laughs> That's where we left Carolyn to start her first week. And it was so good to hear that she was excited for that last stop. Yes, agreed. Her to-do list is such a daunting thing in her life. And I was a little bit worried that we might be adding more to the to-do list again with these steps. 
but I'm hoping that we actually help her streamline things a little bit and figure out what she wants to do once she's made a little more time for herself. Right. I guess um, let's just take a little break and then that way we can dive into those audio diaries from Carolyn because I want to get our spy on. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back and checking in with Carolyn's first week of living by our steps. And Carolyn started the week with step one, which was writing out her mission statement. And, you know, this one turned out to be pretty tricky. Here's where she started. I went online and saved a bunch of ideas that I liked um, and then found this nine-page personal mission statement exercises that I'm trying to go through. Uh, what now? Nine pages of exercises? That sounds like so much work to get to like a two-sentence mission statement. But that's what Carolyn did. She sifted through a list of 150 words so that she could choose two that she felt represented her. This kind of reminds me of her giant to-do list. That list of words wasn't helping her get any closer mm. to figuring out what she values. It was just giant and out of control. Right, right. But luckily... Thank goodness. While she was doing all of this mission statement research, she discovered something called word maps. Ah, yes. Word maps. If you haven't seen one before, they're kind of like a visual collection of words with one in the middle and other words branching out. And the largest words in the middle are the ones that really are about what you value most or the words that are front and center in your mm -hmm. mind. I like to think of what Carolyn made as like when a mission statement and a vision board have a baby, like boom, it's a word map. Yes, it is. Right? And of course, we could not go through a single episode without hearing the word vision board. VB. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's hear what Carolyn did with this mission statement word map, shall we? The big word in the middle is balance. Because I know for me, balance is... Probably the thing that I struggle with the most um, is finding the balance in life of, you know, wanting to do everything, learn everything, help everyone and all of that. Um, but then, you know, th that's not the smartest thing for me to do. Um, so I have balance as kind of the main focus of it. Oh, Carolyn, I think this is perfect. I could not have come up with a better centerpiece to this mission statement. And then fanning out from balance 
Carolyn has come up with tons of other words to describe her goals. Here's an audio version of her word map. Compassion, I have discover, love, learn, give, explore, honesty, laugh, culture, savor life, service, loyal, kind, family, health, community, dependable, enthusiasm for life, support, and adventure. Mm, I love it. I consider the mission statement step a success. Uh, But Kristen, what about the to-do list step? I want to hear how that went. Well, Carolyn first wrote each thing on her to-do list onto a sticky note. Here's an audio diary she recorded after going through them all. Okay. So I just finished going through all of my sticky notes that I made for my to-do list And that actually was really helpful. I went through and put stuff on individual days in my planner, um, kind of realized when I was completely overloading, like, my Saturdays and Sundays with, like, okay, I'm going to do everything on this day. And then, like, realizing, like, oh, there are certain, like, smaller tasks here that I could accomplish, like, throughout the week just to kind of even things out so that way... I can have a little bit more um, downtime or more time to study and stuff on the weekends rather than just being like, okay, it's time for me to check off everything. So that was helpful. And then also realizing like, okay, what can wait until next month? What can wait until like the second half of the year? Um, Things like that. Oh, this sounds like she kind of Marie Kondoed her to-do list. Like she laid out each to-do item physically took stock of them, picked each one up and realized what actually sparked joy or like actually belonged in her real to-do list. And that leaves us with just one last step for this week, the to relax list. Let's listen in on that one. I want to try and hit my reading goals again this month. I'm usually able to read, you know, somewhere between like 125 to 150 books a year. And I want to try to keep up with that. Um, you know, try and not make it stressful for myself if I, you know, that's definitely something that I can do. But it's other things like, oh, I want to reread and rewatch Harry Potter or finish this series or finally get to this anime, um, you know, things like that. Where Why are there so many goals and like quotas that she's talking about? <laughs> Jolenta, I had the same question. As much as I love having lots of fun things on my to relax list, This seemed a little bit bigger than what I'm used to. So I got on the phone with her and we talked about it. Well, I have a question for you. All of these things you Mm -hmm. want to do, like read 150 books this year. Why do you have a number on those things? I'm a very numbers person. Mm -hmm. So I like having those sorts of goals to hit. So, I mean, for those, like, you know, that's just me kind of throwing something out just to be like, hey, I'd like to try to do this this year and see if I can do it. But if I, I know for those sorts of things, you know, if I don't hit it, you know, it's not going to be the end of the world, but it's just something to push myself and motivate me. I see. So this is just how Carolyn operates. What looks like work to one person might be relaxing to another and her to-do list with the 5,000 items on it. That's what works for her. So we're not trying to change her. Hard, hard agree. Exactly. Uh, Also, we learned one more thing this week about Carolyn. 
that I found super interesting. When I met with my therapist over this past week, I was um, talking to her about this whole process. And she <laughs> um, she had tacked on kind of an extra little tidbit to my relax list that when I'm actually relaxing that I cannot multitask because that is something that I struggle with a lot. So like the idea of like sitting down and watching like a Disney movie, so like an hour and a half, the idea of sitting down and just watching that and just watching the movie and doing nothing else. I, I, (laughs) I cannot do that. That is uncomfortable for me to even think about. Yes, Carolyn, I am with you. It is hard to stop multitasking, especially these days. Oh, did you just say something, Jolenta? I'm sorry. I was just updating Facebook and responding to a few emails. Uh, <laughs> boo. No, you weren't. But that's <laughs> a very funny kidding. multitasking joke. <laughs> but seriously, I agree, especially if you're the kind of person who feels a lot of pressure to be productive and do all the things. It can be hard to just focus on taking some time for yourself. So true. Um, can we take some time for Carolyn? Because I just want to call her and check in. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Hello. 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 How are you? I'm good. How are you both today? We're oh, good. We're great. We're so excited to hear about your first week. Um, how was it? So the main step that took me the most time to deal with, because essentially I was emptying out my brain onto a piece of paper, was making my to-do list. So I had a bunch of color-coded small post-it notes that I was like, okay, I can use these to kind of keep things organized and at least help me visually organize it to start with before I kind of figure out moving forward how to deal with this. And so I had eight different categories that I basically sorted my entire life and to-do list into. And something that I came across with the to-do list is my goals for things that are also on my relax list. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that's something that I reached out you know, especially out to Kristen about because I was like, okay, so I have these things that I would like to ideally accomplish that are related to things that are, you know, things that would help me relax. Do you now feel that the to-do list feels less daunting? Because yeah. when Jolenta and I first met with you, it sounded like it was huge and all over the place and it wasn't really in any sort of manageable form. It, it just seemed overwhelming. Do you feel that it's a little less overwhelming now? It feels less overwhelming in the fact that I actually put pen to paper and mm-hmm. did my best brain dump as much as I can of what was on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I got done, I had, what was it, like 856 individual items for like each separate book. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Wow. <laughs> Girl loves to categorize. <laughs> no, and I've also found when I've done stuff like this, um, just for, you know, for myself, for revamping my life, for our other show by the book, I always find that the dump is overwhelming in itself, but just seeing everything, again, like you said, seeing it written down and just knowing you don't have to carry it in your head, like on rotation anymore, is a big relief. Exactly. Because then what I ended up doing with the, um, post-it notes, um, I actually um, sorted them into my bullet journal. So putting stuff in for mm-hmm. like what I want to do like each night this week or what could wait until next month. Or I have a page for like halfway through the year so I can 
reevaluate them. And And not just sort of overload yourself for the, you know, foreseeable future, but now like I can check in with myself and my list later. This is all sounding so awesome. You got so much done, of course, but we still have one more week to go with you. Are you ready to hear your prescription for week two, Carolyn? I am ready. All right. Step four is schedule breaks. So rather than shutting down in exhaustion once a month, we want you to deliberately give yourself breaks throughout the month. Block off at least eight hours on your calendar each week when you'll do nothing on your to-do list, nothing others ask you to do, nothing that feels responsible at all. And if you start getting worried about what you should be doing, remember that you can't do everything else you do without recharging. How's that sound? Oh, boy. As a, so, uh-oh. Because as opposed to step three, where it's like, remember those happy places. Now we want you to, like, make time to prioritize your yeah. happy place and you. I will do my best and give that a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Is it actually marking the time off on the calendar that seems scary? Or are they actually doing the nothing for the eight hours a week that seems scary? I think it's more the marking the time off. Mm-hmm. on the calendar because I think you know it's kind of like with anything like when you're starting a new habit where it's like okay I want to start getting back to the gym which that's also on the table mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's like okay if I can just like get dressed and get my shoes on and like get in the car like that first part is like the biggest hurdle mm-hmm. so just like the marking off of the calendar and yeah. being and like those first probably like five ten minutes where I'm like okay I'm gonna take this time for myself and do my best to not feel guilty and be thinking about all the other stuff that I should be and that this time is important for me to recharge so I can do all of those other things. Are you ready for the next step? Yes. All right. Step five, practice asking for help. Asking for help is hard, so we want you to get a little practice. This week, ask a friend for advice. It can be something simple. The key is just to ask. How does that feel? Oh, goodness. What? We're going for it. <laughs> do, you, do you ever ask? Do you ever ask for help with anything? Um, I mean, occasionally, but it's not my favorite thing. I know it's hard. It, <laughs> it's something that I can work on. Good. All right. Next up is step six. Say no to something small. It's time to put your foot down and practice just saying no. What you say no to is not important. We really just want you to realize that saying no doesn't make you any less lovable or responsible or productive. In fact, it might even be a good thing for you. I I had a feeling this would probably be coming up when we first had that initial conversation regarding uh, uh (laughs) uh-huh. Yeah, this is is something that's probably top of the list that I really need to learn how to do in with balancing everything else that I have going on, but balancing between, you know, still wanting to be there and helping people and, you know, being there for my friends when they need me, but at the same time realizing that, (laughs) have you ever heard of the thing where it's, um, I know it's mainly for introverts, but it's like, hey, today I only have so many spoons to give out today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that. (laughs) Going based off of how many spoons we have. Well, I will say this also from my own experience. Me not saying no to people meant I was also building up resentments toward people. And yeah. 
that resentment yeah. that I don't know if you hold any resentment in your heart sometimes, but um, the resentments lightened up so much once I started saying no. Right. And eventually you end up taking care of everyone better when you know your limits. Yeah. And I was less angry toward people. I was kinder to myself. Saying no actually just made me a better person when, in fact, I used to think saying yes made me a better person. Right. Yeah. And people are still going to love you. Exactly. Yeah. I'm anxious. I'm excited. I'm nervous. But I think it's all good things that I've known for a while that I needed to work on and just needed some direction and a little bit of guidance to help get me through it and give me that kick in the pants that I needed to get going. I am so glad we could offer her that kick in the pants. I love pants <laughs> kicking. It's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. We may need to keep kicking this week, though. It sounds like a lot of these steps are going to be tough for Carolyn. But all that being said, I think she can totally handle them. Uh, she can 100% handle them. Carolyn is such a doer. She's the kind of person who can do whatever she puts her mind to, clearly. Uh, at least if she's doing it for someone else, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll find out if she can focus a little more on herself, though, right after this break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. So I've been working on just relaxing. <laughs> I've been working on it. Sounds weird to say that. Um, but today I decided I was going to try and sit down and get through a good chunk of this book that I'm reading. Uh, Children of Blood and Bone by Tomi Adeyemi. It is a massive book. Um, really awesome fantasy book that I've been dying to read for a while. We are back, and this is Carolyn's audio diary for step four, which is taking time to relax. I gotta say, I've read that book. It is excellent, and it really gripped me the whole time, but unfortunately, Carolyn, she started having some trouble staying focused on it. My brain is just like, but, but, but no, and paying way more attention to the clock and going, hey, notice all this time that's passing, and you're just sitting here reading. You know what? I'm glad she tried it. It doesn't have to be glorious the first time or the 50th time. And this wasn't like the only time she spent, you know, just doing something for herself for an hour or so. Carolyn scheduled time for every weeknight. So I am 
super proud of her. Yes, me too. But I'm curious, what about step five? Mm. For that step, she had to practice asking for help. So today I'm having kind of a weird, bad anxiety brain day. So I decided to reach out to three of my friends um, that I kind of lean on from time to time. Because what did Kelly say? She said, just stay in and read, avoid caffeine, stick with tea, do some pampering too. You deserve it and tell yourself that, which I'm trying. Um, and then Sarah, she said, I force myself to look at it in the face. I'm not sure what your brain is doing to you today, but I break it down to the basics and walk through it and why it's not true. And then asked if I want to talk about it. So I did. And she wrote me back. Probably one of the kindest things ever. Um, Carolyn is not lazy nor an unmotivated individual. In fact, I think that makes her the textbook definition of motivated. And then I started to cry. <laughs> so, yeah. No, uh, no going halfsies on on this step here. I figured, well, hey, if I'm going to ask for help, I might as well actually ask for help. And I'm glad that I did that because it's nice to know that I do have friends that I can talk to about that stuff and lean on and won't think I'm crazy or just whining. So Carolyn went crazy big with this. Oh, so big. Uh, reminder, we said you can ask for help for anything, you know, a ride, a recommendation for a book or a movie, like just get in the habit of the asking. Yeah. And I think what Carolyn did had nothing to do with weakness or inability. Mm. What she did was open up and in a way, she told her friends that she loves them. She trusts them. She values their friendship and she's willing to be vulnerable around mm. them. That's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. That's such a such a great way to look at asking for help too. I love it. Um, and you know what that means, Kristen. With that step done, this leaves us with just one more step, the saying no step. Okay. So oh, I'm meeting with my professor in about what, two hours. Yeah. And I literally feel nauseous right now about this whole thing. Like, I know that this is something, like, honestly, I should have done this a long time. Well, I tried to do this, but I'm just worried that, I don't know, I just don't like this. Oh, Kristen, this does not sound good. Um, can we call Carolyn and find out what happened? I am dying to know. Oh, God, me too. Let's give her a call. Hello. 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 How are you? I'm good. How are you both? We're also good. But Carolyn, we got to ask, what happened with that professor? Did you end up saying no? I mean, last we heard from you, it sounded... We gotta hear. Oh, God, it sounded really tense. Like hardcore cliffhanger territory. <laughs> so as we talked about during my initial chat with you both, um, talking about my former professor that I was helping her write her own book mm -hmm. um, for her course, and how that wasn't really something, you know, four and a half, five years since we first started this, that I was really motivated to continue with and was starting to get kind of discouraged and frustrated with everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't have marching band. I didn't have roller derby. 
and of course I was getting way too in my own head before mm-hmm. I went over to her house to, cause I had to give her back um, all the notes that I had. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. So it, it was a full thing. To me, just the idea of bringing the box over sounds like a romantic breakup almost to For me. For real. Yeah. Like, like you brought her CDs stuff. and like the mixtapes she made you. And here's the toothbrush. And, and that, the manuscript. And the yeah. Here's the black t-shirt. The notes, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about that. Yeah, so I was nervous the entire day. I actually, I was so thankful that I ended up having a therapy appointment literally right up until I had to go over to her yes. house. Good, good. That's smart. <laughs> that turned out to be perfect timing. Good, good. So that definitely helped a lot in terms of helping me work through how to say it, um, as well as kind of remembering my why. Mm-hmm. So I go to her place. And she was very happy to see me. She gave me like three hugs because I, I think the last time that we got together was maybe like six or seven months ago. And so she's just been writing everything down since then um, and had a new batch of notes for me to transcribe. Mm-hmm. And so go over to place, get everything set up. She's got like a whole stack of notes and everything ready for me to take. And so I have her stuff ready. I'm like, okay, here's where we left off. And she's like, okay, perfect. I have these new sets of notes for you. And I just look at her and I go, I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and she was like, why? <laughs> so I basically was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I just cannot commit to this anymore um, the way that you need me to in order to continue to move forward with the project. And she actually, this time, was not super surprised. Mm. You know, I mm. said exactly, you know, I'm in a completely different place, you know, from four or five years ago from when we started. And, you know, I just don't want to continue promising something that I can't live up to. Carolyn, that is incredible. And it's, I mean, it's just so brave. And how did you feel after you told her all this? The night that I spoke with her, I was definitely still feeling, most of the feeling was still guilt rather than relief. Mm -hmm. Um, Totally. But now that I've kind of gotten away from it a little bit, it's definitely a little bit more clear-headed and remembering why I'm moving forward. Right. So the relief has set in a little bit, that means? Yeah, definitely. And I think just being able to get rid of something that's been weighing on you, like, can help a lot. Just that looming cloud gone. Exactly. (laughs) One less thing on the to-do list. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable with us and for being so game because what you're dealing with in your life is something that a lot of people have written into us saying that they feel the same things in life. Well, thank you so much for taking me on this journey. I know, you know, it was something that I was talking, oh God, no, cannot cry now. No. (laughs) Um, But it was something when I was initially talking to my parents about that I was doing this and they were like, oh, so you're going to like tell them stuff? And I was like, okay. So part of the reason why I even felt comfortable writing into you both is because of how open and honest that you both have been on your shows that I was like, oh, you both are real humans that, you know, struggle with stuff just like the rest of us do. And I was like, I feel like I could actually talk to you guys about Mm -hmm. this stuff, which is not something that's easy for me. (laughs) Um, So I just want to thank you both for going on this journey with me and, you know, guiding me through everything, even when I was texting you both being like, "Ah, I'm freaking out. love it. Yeah, just because it's really meant a lot to me, especially when, you know, I was really kind of doubting myself and that my issue is worth mm. exploring. Mm. So, well, thank you both. No, thank you. It's thank really you, been an honor. We really appreciate it. 
Ugh, Kristen. I got a little misty-eyed there at the end. I, I'm just so happy we could help Carolyn even a little bit, you know? Just see how freaking awesome she is. Yeah, I mean, Carolyn is the definition of capable. She's mm. organized, she's uber productive, she's caring, she's all the things. But I think everyone needs to give themselves the space to think about what they need every right. once in a while and then give themselves that, even if it requires just expanding your own toolkit, which in this case is a to-do list with thousands of items on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and also just never underestimate the power of relaxing. Even if relaxing is just reading 150 books a year. Gotta hit those quotas. And that's it for this week's episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer is Lindsay Cradwell, who finds washing the floors very relaxing. We love you, Lindsay, but that's a little weird. Our editor is John Delore. John owns a vinyl recording of whale songs. Sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer who loves to relax with her cat, who is named Kit Kat. Chris Bannon is our chief content officer. He doesn't relax and has no comment. And Casey Holford composed our theme song and mixed this episode. Casey gets blissed out by watching playthrough videos of obsolete Macintosh computer games such as Scarab of Raw, Shadowgate, and Kung Fu Chivalry. Those are some deep cuts, Casey. Please stay in touch. What do you do to relax? Do you have a hard time saying no to others so you can say yes to yourself? Let us know. Our email address is weloveyoupod at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at Jalenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, and at We Love You Pod. Or leave us a voicemail at 601 Love 171. That's 601 568 3171. Also, please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It helps other people find the show. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell a professor about the show when you're breaking up with that professor. Tell somebody about the show who is constantly relying on you. Let them know they can actually rely on our podcast. Until next time, I'm Jalanta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. And remember, we love you. And so can you. All right. That sounds good. Well, thank you so much to both of you. And um, anyone needs anything, just let me know. <laughs> no, stop offering. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. If you can just transcribe this interview we had, yeah, that'd be could great. Could you actually put this episode together if you're available? Stitcher. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed.